this is the Heavy Boots Podcast, Lightweights Edition. For feeler, we feel everything from dark to light. And so this space is a space just to talk about anything not in the heavy boots. Today we'll be talking about tradition, the change of seasons, and a few other things thrown in. Really, it's just a place to uplift and to talk about things of a more positive nature, even though I don't think any feelings are negative, just to be clear. Um, This is just a fun space to do something a little different and maybe share some poetry and to have a little fun. So before we get into it, I would love you to hear my favorite part of this music. So if it goes a little long, that's why. Let's get into it. Thank you so much for listening to that. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. I absolutely love that stretch of music. I think it's just really pretty. I know it's a little repetitive, but it's just a tiny piece and... It kind of reminded me of like when the bells toll in in like a city square um, when, you know, somebody's getting married, they'll they'll chime the bells and uh, it just signifies change, I guess. And so I don't know, it, it struck me that it would go well with what we're headed into because today's the 30th of November and tomorrow will be December. And that's a huge change, at least for me. Uh, especially because I don't celebrate any Christmas stuff until December 1st. You don't get into that season, I mean. And autumn is going to be ending. And I love autumn. I love all the colors and the scents and the cool, crisp air without having it be so frigid cold. I just adore it. I think it's one of the most prettiest times of year. Uh, I might be biased. My birthday is in... October, but I think I'd love it anyways. I just love the stress-freeness of everything. It's like Halloween, you just do a costume or you hand out candy and that's fun and creative. And then Thanksgiving, you know, you just show up to eat or be the one cooking and you kind of know what you're going to have. So it's not like something has to come up. (laughs) Nobody has to come up with anything new. It's like tried and true. And so it's very stress-free. From That's my perspective, of course. I know other people don't think it's stress-free starting in September. You know, sometimes there's a lot. But for me, this particular festive part of the year is stress-free. And then once Christmas comes, there's a lot more to do, you know, for, for me. Like, again, it's just a lot, um, 
of little traditions, a lot of different families, a lot of, um, you know, presents. When you put presents in the mix, it's like, oh my goodness, how do we make somebody smile? What do we get for them? So it's just a lot. But I had written a poem for a contest a little while back, and I thought it would be a good segue. Um, it is kind of combining both fall and winter. And um, no, I didn't win the contest, but it was part of a big collection. And so I thought I would select it out and read it. So the poem is called Snowflakes and Leaves. Fallen snowflake, you will melt. Fallen leaf, you've been dealt. A stroke of wind to send you falling, falling, falling. But you'll collect with all your buddies. Won't turn from an icy crystal to a speck. No, you aren't chemistry. You're biology. A piece of something tangible. Snowflakes are eventually unmanageable. They disappear much quicker than the leaves, but both travel to us on a breeze. Two of the most magical sights I've ever seen. Just a little poetry for y'all. I love the changing of seasons. I do. So even though it sounds like I'm going to really miss autumn and I'm going to be upset, I'm not. It is neat to see how the world changes. And it's kind of funny how in different places it's different, though. So like here in California, I mean, we don't really get winter winter. And and when I ever, whenever I say that it is winter-like... All my family from other very cold places just chuckle at me because our lowest low will be like 30, you know. And so we don't get the snow and, you know, we we don't get the traditional seasons. We get we do um, get some autumn, though. It's pretty cool. I saw a lot of colorful trees this year. Um, So that was cool. But normally we don't get that either, you know. Uh, it'll take till winter before the trees start to lose their their leaves because, like I said, we don't get those temperatures and that, you know, season type of thing doesn't happen here like in the East Coast. Um, but still, uh, we do get, you know, different things. We're set to have some rain soon and that should be fun. I love the rain personally. I have had so many good memories in the rain. Um, Yeah, there's just so much fun to be had in the rain. (laughs) Um, You know, as a little kid, I remember my Smurf boots. I had Smurf rain boots and I would jump in puddles. And then my dad, whenever it would look like it might be lightly raining, but not too too bad. Um, he and I were scaredy cats. So like, we don't like any of those crazy rides, you know, like roller coasters or things like that. And so back in the day, you know, Disneyland wasn't a million (laughs) dollars. It didn't cost so much. And we lived down there, um, close by at least. And so when it would start to look like it was going to rain, I didn't have to go to school that day. And he would take me to Disneyland. I mean, how lucky is that? (laughs) It was so cool. And we would go on all the rides we loved because none of them 
would be shut down in the rain. They were all inside. So we would do like rides over and over again, you know, because nobody was there and it was just awesome. So the rain and I, we have fun. I don't know, man, just so many memories of just fun thing. I just love like when Drew Barrymore had her whole thing where she's like, do not miss an opportunity to go out in the rain. I never do. I, I love the rain. So I had thought I might be a good candidate to live in like Washington or Oregon. But then I don't know this year we had a spell of rain. I think it was like couple weeks I mean it wasn't wasn't raining like non-stop or anything but it was just like oh I was so over it so I was like oh maybe I'm not maybe I don't I wouldn't do well you know but I always think of um sleepless in Seattle because Seattle's in Washington and they had rain a lot and I love that movie so just any reason to bring that up right <laughs> it's such a good movie um Yeah, but so I was just thinking a lot about the seasons changing and how that looks, you know, and how there's places in the world that are hot right now, you know, like warm and like people go to Hawaii in the winter and um, yeah, and I mean, it's not, it's not freezing here during the day. I don't know. It was like 65 today. Um and the sun lately, I don't know if anyone else has noticed, but the sun, if you look up the UV indicator stuff, every day it's like the sun has like an extra layer of heat. It's like, um, yeah, you, so you'll get a sunburn even if it's overcast and like, I don't know. It's just, I think, I don't know, global warming. <laughs> I don't know, but the sun, it's just funny because you'll look it up and I can't remember. I think it says like extreme. And so it's like, whoa. So you you don't stay that cold here. Um, but then I think of places like Iceland where it's like negative five, you know, <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh. And I think it gets like negative double digits there. So pretty crazy. But um, I was also thinking about traditions and like I don't know if, if people do the same thing every year. I think s- most people do. Most people that I know do. Um, and it's cool to see, like, different families, though, they have different traditions. So, like, it's not that everyone's doing the same thing, you know? Like, each family does something a little different. And it's pretty cool. Um, you know, I am I like traditions. My biggest thing is just to have fun, you know? So I'm always making a Christmas game. Um, it, I think it really started, I mean, we've done it for a few years. So it was like before the pandemic, but the pandemic was what really took it up a notch because we couldn't really have Christmas together. Um, this is my mom and my grandma that we usually spend Christmas with and we couldn't, do it you know we couldn't be together uh, during the pandemic and so we had some old file cabinets in a shed and it was so much fun we would do secret santa every day so um basically we picked each other's names and i can't remember 
sometimes I have categories to like get each other something to eat or, um, you know, a game, what have you. So every day you would get something in your little file cabinet drawer and like made name tags. So what we would do is just, um, Paul and I would go over there and put our gifts in first and not, you know, not look at anything. And then once the gifts were all in there, then we would go back and then pull our drawer open and pull out the gift. And then we would make a little running sheet of who we thought gave us the gift. And so whoever got the most, I think, won an extra prize at the end. Um, but it was so much fun because it was like 12 days, I think. I don't know, but it was really fun because we'd sneak over there, put our gifts, and then mom and grandma would go in the morning so that we're never stepping on each other's toes. We kept it really discreet so that no one would ever know who was putting what gift where, you know, or having any clue. So that was awesome. It was so much fun. Um, But yeah, I like little games. And I also like games because um, when you have to buy a, a present... For each each person, it gets to be pricey, you know? And so this way, we just buy little things that people can use, you know? And it's just much easier. And this year, it's going to be even easier because it's just going to be categories. And then we're going to, like, randomly pick stuff. So you might end up with the gift you put there, which will be funny. Um, and then, yeah. But it's just fun. I just adore games. I think... I really miss my calling. I think I should have worked for Parker Brothers, you know, um, because I I think that's the right name. They make Monopoly, I think, and the games um, like Clue. And I love coming up with games. I've done so many different ones for so many people. It's like my favorite. And um, the only thing that I'll say is that most of the times, because I'm the one coming up with the game, then I don't get to be in on it really, you know. Like, even though I'm playing for Christmas or what have you, I know how it's all going to go, how it works. And so, yeah, I do. I would love a scavenger hunt or something, you know, made for me so that I don't know. I love that. It's like my favorite. Um, There's this movie that I watched during a really hard time in my life. I just sounded Western there, a hard time in my life. I get Western when I get emotional. No. <laughs> but there was this amazing movie. I think it's a miniseries, but I found it as a movie, um, like a DVD. And it's called Dispatches from Elsewhere. And Jason Siegel from How I Met Your Mother, I think that's his name, the tall guy, he wrote and directed it. And Sally Field is in it. And it is such a beautiful movie. And it has to do with a scavenger hunt all over town. And it's much deeper than that. It's like, it's so deep. And it's kind of artsy. It's not for everybody. I I don't want to, I, I mean, I want to recommend it to everybody. But I just want you to know it's not um, vanilla. It's not vanilla. <laughs> it's very all over the place. It's very much... Uh, different notes, you know, um, like every episode, because I guess, yeah, it was a a mini series on TV. And so when I watched it, you kind of just, it cuts, you know, between each chapter and on the DVD. And so it is very much um, 
different. Every episode is a little different, but it really, really, really resonated with me. It was like exactly what I needed to hear right at the moment. It was one of those things, you know, where it's like, oh my goodness, they made this for me. (laughs) And it's like, no, but I even made, there's a monologue at the end that just, uh, ripped me open a bit and in the best way, you know, makes you feel like, oh my gosh, someone hears me, sees me and I'm understood. And so I turned it into art and it's hanging up, um, on the wall over there and I love every now and then when I get you know like oh my gosh what am I doing my purpose what you just read that again and you're like oh okay we're good but the best part about it was the scavenger hunt it was just the coolest thing ever and I would kill for something like that I wonder if they make those like if you could pay a company to do that or maybe that's what I should do but then again I wouldn't be in on the scavenger hunt see I can't know the clues so Anyways, I just adore, uh, I just adore having fun and making magic for people, you know, like, I don't know, I just really love when, um, you make magic for people, and I, I don't have to be there either, that's the cool part, is like, honestly, like, of course, it'd be fun to watch someone do the scavenger hunt, but like, I've sent them to people, you know, or, or different games, and so I'm not there, And I love that. Like, I don't have to be in on it to to know that it's bringing joy. You know what I mean? I don't know if that makes sense, but it's like, it's not about me. Um, The the making it is because it's so much fun to make and everything. But like, I don't know, like once you give a gift, that was another thing I was thinking about is once I give a gift to somebody, whatever they choose to do with that, like... Uh, that's cool. Like I just give the gift and I'm done. Like, of course I want them to enjoy it or whatever. Like, I don't want to be a burden on someone or whatever. Like, yeah, I hope you like it. But like, if I don't know. So like, if they get like, they couldn't use something like say you gave them a blanket and they were like, Oh my God, I have 17 blankets and I'm going to a party next week. And I give the gift to that person that doesn't hurt my feelings. Like, I know a lot of people get upset. Like, if you hand-stitched it, like, if you, like, my grandma does, like, crocheted it and somebody did that without asking, yeah, no, that's not cool. Because grandma made it for you and now you're giving it away. What? <laughs> I don't like that. But, um, and I guess that's that's kind of being completely contra- <laughs> contradictory to what I was saying. Because, you know, technically... It's theirs to do with what they want. So, for sure. But um, I'm just being selfish because I would never give anything my grandma makes away, ever. (laughs) I love it so much. So, but technically it is a gift. And, but that's the thing. It's like, to me, you give a gift and then, you know, whatever. Whatever is done with it is not for you to decide because you gave it to them. So just like a loan, like with money, if you, I mean, and if it's not a loan, if you give somebody $20 on the street, like don't follow them to see what they're going to buy with it. You know, like the homeless people, sometimes people will be like, I'm not going to give him money. He's just going to go blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, if you're giving him money, you're giving it and they can do whatever they want with it. So that's why a lot of the times I think, I'm not sure if it was my dad. I think so. I don't know, but there's certain people that go and buy food. So, like, 
McDonald's. Yeah, I think it was my dad. When we were little, he would, you know, buy an extra meal and then take it to them. Because then you know what they're getting. And that's awesome. Like, to me, if you don't want to have the risk of them getting something you wouldn't want them to get, then give them something directly. You know what I mean? Like, money given to someone is for them to do whatever they want. Like, you know, unless it's a loan for a specific thing, which most of the time, if you're giving it to a homeless person, you're not going to see it again. So to me, let them have some joy for a minute, you know, whatever they're going to do with it. And then if you don't want to give the money, then just give them something that you know will be good for them, you know? But yeah, so... I don't know where I went off to on that tangent. <laughs> um, but yeah, the the gifts. Oh, because of the scavenger hunts and I give his gifts. And yeah, it's just you give a gift and then you let it go because it's not about you at that point. And if it still is, you know, there's something amiss there because it's not. The gifts are for other people, you know, and sometimes it's fun to watch people open gifts and make, you know, it is cool to see like, okay, they liked it or whatever. But like, if they didn't like it, it's not, it's not horrible either, you know? And so sometimes I like to give gifts where I don't ever see if they liked it or not. Like they can send me a note and say they loved it, even if they hated it. And that's fine. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I just, I think we get too wrapped up in like the the other part of it, you know, like, and then too, like if someone gets a gift, like if I get a gift and it's not exactly what I would have wanted, it's like so awesome to get a gift. So to me, it's the thought that counts. And I've seen so many YouTube videos of these kids on Christmas being little brats, man, about not getting certain things that they wanted. And it's like, oh man, you gotta, gotta teach them young that um, you should always be grateful for the thought, you know? Someone thought of you and bought you that. Like, I remember when I was a kid one year, I was miffed, I will be honest, because I got a pair of green socks, like neon green socks, and that was that was my gift. And I was like, what? And I have to say that, you know, I wore those things so much and they, when it was the nineties, man, neon was in. And so at the time I was like all mad and then they really came in handy, you know? And it was like, just the thought of like what someone can afford to, you know what I mean? So like, sometimes it's not about, I don't know. Sometimes we just look at things you know, like, that's what they think of me. And that's not sometimes it's like, Oh, I could, I could get something that's useful. Socks are useful. And right now, honestly, it's funny, because now as an adult, my favorite gifts, I just got some for my birthday are the little fuzzy socks. And they're saving me, you know, when it's cold right now. And so it's just so funny how things change. And when you're a little kid, you're like clothes and socks and Oh man, I don't want that. But, um, but the thing is, is to make sure that in front of that person that you're very kind and that's what I was. So I'm grateful that my parents taught me that, you know, 
And they completely showed me that you always say thank you. Always. And it is the thought. And so I might have complained about it on the way home, but I wore the hell out of those socks. (laughs) Neon green, baby. And, um, yeah. So... It's crazy time. It is a crazy time. And I I know Christmas isn't even, you know, here yet. And so there's other podcasts coming and we'll talk more about stuff. Maybe. I don't know. Um, But I'm only talking about it because tomorrow is December 1st. We're going to be headed into that holiday season for real this time. But we're also headed into a big storm here in California. We've got out the sandbags and... We're ready to go. It's supposed to rain pretty good tomorrow and be really windy, which I hate, but that's okay. Um, We need the rain, so that's really good. But I've written many poems about rain, um, but the phenomenon that always gets to me is how people complain so much when it rains. And it's so funny because, like, most of the time now, we really need it. So it's like, no, don't complain. But also, it's such a nice change of pace, I think. Like, of course, if it rains and rains and rains and rains, I get it. But I just, I mean, I think I've told you I love the rain. I think I think I might have mentioned that. And so I wrote another poem about the rain. Um, this one is from October 9th of 2013. And so we usually get rain in October. It pretty much starts it up. Um, And we did this year. But I will read you a poem that I wrote. So what has that been? That's been nine years. Oh my gosh. It's tripping me out how I used to say, yeah, like 10 years ago. And I used to think that was 1990. Okay. And now you say 10 years ago. And you're talking about 2012. What? Like, it trips me out. It's so funny getting older. It's like, wait, that was just a second ago. Like a movie, you'll see it, and it says, you know, made in 2007. And it's like, I feel like we just saw that, you know, when it was just made. It's crazy. Here is another poem I wrote. It's called Raincoat. Bask in the bloom, the sky like a dark room, developing only raindrops. The storm, it starts and stops. Trees soak in it as they sway. A bit of a breeze blows their leaves away. The birds get a clue and they fly south. Humans get the boots and the umbrellas out. Here in Cali, it rarely ever snows. So on cloudy days, we get out our winter clothes. And the rest of the country just rolls their eyes. Because they've seen real cold far below our 55. Lightning flashes and thunder crashes, we shiver in our boots, while trees hold tightly to their roots. Soup gets poured into the pot, we gather up blankets and find a comfy spot. Volume turned up when the booming shakes, watching old movies till the storm breaks. Drip drop, drip drop, drip drop, soothes the soul, stomach soothed at the bottom of a big soup bowl. And we savor this moment that made us slow down a bit. Secretly thinking, it wouldn't bother me if this rain never quit. Windshield wipers back and forth, everything is changed by nature's force. Those who can smile in the rain, magic in every single darkened day. 
Sunlight can only be valued when you've seen this gray. It has been confirmed that hope floats. So put on a smile as you dust off that raincoat. So that's just a little poem about the rain and about attitudes and I don't know, just pretty much everything about the rain, really. I love it. I love it so much and I'm excited to see it. But then I also think about the stray cats who they have places to go, of course, but they just feel so bored and so scared, the poor little things, and we have to figure out a place to feed them. And it it can get hard, but, um, you know, there are little facets of the rain that are inconvenient, of course, and I get it, but I do love it. And I'm really excited because we need it so bad. And, um, it'll be good. And I love the way it smells after it rains. I think I'll have to find a whole nother poem for that. <laughs> I don't even know if I've written about it, but I, I think so. After it rains. I think I have a poem called After It Rains, but that'll be another time. I love the smell of the the world the next day. Oh my goodness. It's so magical. It's like everything's refreshed and didn't have to water any of the plants. And oh, I have a funny story. So I've been feeding the birds here on the property for, for ages now, what, a year. And um, funniest thing is the sunflower seeds that are in the bird seed, they've either flown or been carried. And now they are sunflowers. There are going to be approximately 15 sunflowers by the time this thing's done and I didn't I didn't plant them they came from bird seed it's just so cool it's one of those magical things that happens on the farm <laughs> it's just so funny I didn't expect it and so it's I mean it's not really a garden like it's all over the place you know so it's it's really cool um and then I planted some daffodils when it was really cold which I don't know if it was cold enough because now it's like really cold. It said to do it at, no, it said to do it at first frost. So I think I did a good job, but I'm so excited for spring to come and see if that works. It's hard. I'm not the greatest gardener at all. Um, I've bought a few plants here and they're sad and I don't know. I don't know if I, I think I probably overwater because I just want to make sure everything has enough of everything. <laughs> I don't know. But um, I'm excited for that. I'm excited to see if all the sunflowers, you know, get big and tall. It's going to be really windy. So I, I hope they survive that thrashing because it is going to be really windy with the rain. So I'm a little nervous about that, but it'll be fine. Um, and yeah. It'll be good, but I, you know, I love gardening and I'm so bad at it. I just don't know. I just don't know how to keep everything. I guess what it is, is there's so many different types of plants. And so I just water them all and some of them don't need as much, you know, and so they're not dead per se, but they're just not, they're sad looking and it, it is, you know, winter practically. It's so cold. So I'm, I'm sure it's not my fault, right? <laughs> I don't know. But um, for my birthday, I got all of these awesome seeds for a vegetable garden. And so as soon as, you know, 
spring hits, I want to make a, a vegetable garden and, and, you know, hopefully start eating better. I'm so, so very bad at it. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know if you guys have gardens. I think some of you do. And I'm just, a, it's like a creature of, uh, comfort lately <laughs> and, and not even comfort. Cause it's like whatever I can get fastest, you know, and it's not good for me. It's not nutritious at all. So I'd love to have a garden and start to think more about, you know, what we're eating. But, um, I mean, I'm not horrible. I do eat mushrooms and bell peppers and I love cucumbers and hummus. That's like so good. And our big staple these days are Brussels sprouts and broccoli. Good stuff. But, you know, to grow your own and then just eat much, much more. I just want to do that. But it's just fun to look at the seasons, you know, like that's kind of what I, the theme of this was, is just how things progress. When I was a kid and when I was, you know, a young adult, I never thought about any of it like, like I do now. I mean, I don't know. I, I feel so much more aware now of everything. Like for a while there, I felt like stuff would just blow right past me. You know what I mean? Like I felt present in every moment, like have so many great memories, but I I don't, the time just went by much quicker than it does now. I mean, this went by fast too, though. I can't believe we're in December, but there's just this weird difference of me feeling completely wide awake in the moments. Like there's very few moments that are just there's not, there's no moments where I'm not in it. So I guess that's a good thing. Maybe that's my practice of being present in the moment. Maybe it's really paying off, I guess. But it's just funny because it's like, I just see things more uh, fluidly, like how, you know, the change in time, like last, last year, I don't even remember it being this drastic. I'm like, man, it is dark, (laughs) you know? And I used to, it's so funny because I used to love that when we would change the clocks and it would be dark. I was like, thank you. Cause I love, like I said, I love fall. And so I knew that's a sign of autumn and, and all of that. But now I'm like cranky and I'm like, oh, I get up so early cause I want the full day. I'm like, damn it. You know, like it's, I don't know. What is it? It's six o'clock at night and it's dark pitch black, like looks like a submarine out there. Um, you know, like when you look at a submarine window, that's what it's like when it does this, you know, and it's, and then the sun, it's just funny. The things that you notice, like, I don't like, again, I'm not sure if it's just getting older and things matter more, or if I'm actually just more present in my life. So I should give myself a pat on the back. I don't know, but like the sun has moved I mean, I know, I know science, I know the sun moves around the planet, but like, it's completely in a different spot every morning, you know, and, and I notice a lot more because of the kitty cat too. She loves the sun and sometimes she doesn't get a lot of it now because it moves faster because we don't open the door because it's freezing, you know, and so we don't open it as early as she'd like because she'd get more sun probably, but it's just funny. It's just funny to watch all the different things, you know. And then I guess being 
I guess it is being on the property, uh, farm life. It gives you a different perspective too. Cause there's like those cats and like, you know, in the summer they're having a ball, you know, and then when it's rainy or windy, they're just, you know, scared out there. I feel so bad. I had this dream that we built them a, a platform that had like a cage, but I mean, it was like a big old platform cage type of thing. And it went all the way around the property, which is like a long way. It would cost so much money to make one of those. Um, but it kept them safe. And then at night we would close it off at a certain point, like, so they couldn't go really far out. And then they would come and sleep in this like, you know, room that we had all heated for them. And when I woke up, I was so sad that it wasn't true. I don't know. Has anyone ever had those dreams where you just believed it so fully that you were in it, that, you know, that it, it was true. And when you wake up, you're like, oh man, (laughs) that's what it was for me. That's what it was. I was like, darn it. I wanted that to be real because man, I want to keep them so safe. And I, They've been doing really well, knock on wood, of course. Um, These two, Banjo and uh, Cricket. So Cricket was from the middle litter. Banjo was from the very first tiny. It was just Banjo and Licorice, those two. And those are who's left, you know. Um, The rest we got, you know, taken to an organization that will help them find homes and... But Cricket was like, I'm not going. And his mom hid him. Oh my gosh, she hid him from us. But then we, you know, we lost Licorice and we lost Mama. And it was funny because there was some baby pigs that were on the property, like probably September. Um, And we could hear something. We're like, what is going on, you know? And so we went down over by the barn and there were the baby pigs. And one of the baby pigs was was a little black pig, just like licorice. And I was like, oh, you couldn't really tell it was a pig at at first. And so I was like, oh, licorice. I was like, licorice joined the pig family. It was such a funny joke we had for a while. Like that licorice was just like, see you boys. You guys are making me mad. I'm going to go live with the pigs. <laughs> so funny. But, um, but yeah, it's funny. I think it's when there's land to tend to too, it's like, the seasons matter and like, oh, we can plant now and oh, the rain's coming. So we got to make sure that everything's secure and keep it dry. And then the wind is coming. Okay, let's take down the umbrellas. You know, there's just like a lot more. It's a lot of intentional living. Like, and you know, we're in a a trailer. um, And so there's that too. Like you can't do everything like a normal house so like you turn on the water heater before you're going to take a shower about half an hour before and you have an awesome shower though I have to say it's the best um but it's just like everything is very much with intention and so maybe that's part of it too is just that you have to think of more and so maybe I'm just paying attention more you know um but it's just funny to to see the seasons and yeah I don't know yeah, and I guess, you know, if you have a, a regular home, the elements aren't getting to you as as they are here. Like, it's cold in here, you know. I mean, we can do things about that, but 
we're just so like energy conscious and and also too like I it, heaters man I get too hot like I can't live in that that uh heat oh I am such an Irish girl like I have to have it cold um because you can always get warm when it's cold you know but when it's when it's hot you can't get rid of your skin you just can't like those poor animals that have fur you know (laughs) when it's hot oh I can't I would never be able to be a cat in the heat oh my gosh no way but yeah so anyways I just wanted to talk about the seasons changing and how we just keep moving on how we keep pushing through and it's funny like every year it's like you just get go through it you know what I mean like I don't know there's sometimes where I'm just like I don't want to do anything I'm not doing it this year blah 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 and then all of a sudden you're celebrating or doing something festive you know it's like it, it gets you at some point but um yeah so I hope you had an awesome autumn I had a great autumn like I said, because I was so present in it, so I was paying attention this year, (laughs) and I really did enjoy it. I didn't dress up. I bought a costume for Halloween, but I didn't use it, so I'm not going to say what it is, because maybe I'll use it next year. It's just a little costume, but but yeah, we got a, a new Hocus Pocus movie this year, and I don't know, it's just good good year I drank so many pumpkin spice lattes I had a bad one from Starbucks but I told them about it and they gave me credit that was nice they're good company I guess (laughs) there's just not a lot of workers in the places these you know ever since the pandemic people have figured out that they can do stuff from home I think and so who wants to go back to their job they hated you know but unfortunately there's a lot of places that are hurting for for workers, you know. It's kind of interesting to me that there's such a lack of employees because you'd think by now people would trickle back in. But, yeah, I don't know. Like, the Starbucks experience really depends on who shows up to work, unfortunately. But that's a lot of places. It's really crazy. And then I feel bad for the people that are there, you know, that are having to work double time because they're short staffed. It's just, it's pretty nuts. It's pretty crazy, but yep. And then we had our maple popcorn from Trader Joe's. That was amazing. That was the first time for that. And I don't know, all kinds of pumpkin spice treats. (laughs) I love it. I know. Some people really don't, and I get that too. Because sometimes, man, it has to be just right. Like, there's sometimes when uh, you get something that's it's just overpowering. Ugh, I can't. Yeah, it has to be just right, so I do understand that. But there's many more treats to come. There's gingerbread houses, and I make this certain little log cake. It's called a log log cake but it's basically like a roll-up cake and the first year that I made it I didn't think I I was like what do you think you're doing like this is like for Martha Stewart or like Julia Child like 
it seems so complicated because you have to like make it a certain layer like height and width it has to be like you have to measure (laughs) and then you have to cook the cake but then you have to put a a towel on it and then roll it and leave it sit for a minute and then when it's cooled then you unroll it but then you have to put the stuff in it and then roll it back up so that it looks like a log you know when you cut it so like it's so cute and when I make one again this year, I'll put it up on the Instagram so you can see it because it's really, really, really cute. And I have to make it every year now. I think I've made it four times now. Yeah, and one of the times I made it coffee flavored, but unfortunately not everybody likes it coffee flavored. So I go back to chocolate. I've only done it once, coffee. But I prefer the coffee one. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> the coffee one is so good. Um... But yeah, there's like so many treats and and then just think, you know, there's lights to go see and then uh, birthdays. <laughs> I got to figure out birthday cake, too. I just remembered there's birthdays to be had. And I always feel bad for anyone who has a birthday in December because, you know, people are strapped for Christmas and it kind of gets, you know, you, you can get a cold shoulder if you... <laughs> If you have a birthday in December, I feel, but not in this family because, uh, try and make sure everyone feels special, you know? So I guess that's pretty much everything. This is not as long as the last one. So I'm feeling insecure, but the last one was way too long. So I appreciate you guys. I hope, um, You do whatever you feel like for the holidays. If you do no holidays, that is amazing. If you want to go all out, that is amazing. You know, just do you uh, and have fun and like, yeah, try and be present in the moment if you can. Um, It's hard though, I know. Sometimes I go in and out of it and, you know, it's usually when you're looking back on something and you're like man you're telling me this about I don't remember any of that you know like if someone's telling you like oh this happened and you're like what I have to be honest I wrote cards one night and somebody wrote to me and was like you said blah 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 like something (laughs) and I didn't even remember writing it you know it's like crazy so stay in the moment if you can sometimes you can't and that's okay But I am going to put out the calendar for December tomorrow and um, it'll be, I think I'm going to do the first two Fridays of December and then there'll be two other fun ones, you know, like this, more light talking. Um, Yeah, so we'll do two, two topics and two fun ones two lightweights in December. Um, and then I'm going to take a little break for just a few weeks and we'll come back in the new year, January and start up again. But it's really fun. I really appreciate you listening and your comments. And it's just, it's fun to think about things and kind of, uh, you know, figure out life and, I would love to have somebody come on here. So if anybody is brave and wants to 
to come on and we could talk. That'd be amazing. And I don't know. I'd have to figure out how technology would let that happen because I'm I'm a little technology savage, but not not amazing. So I don't know how we would do that, but we could figure it out. Because that was the only thing that I miss is like, sure, it's fun to talk or what have you. Um, But, you know, I'd like to know what people think in the moment, you know? If anybody feels like coming on and having a conversation, just uh, throw me an email. Jenny Camille at simplegirlinspired.com. Simplegirlinspired.com. Jenny Camille. Throw me a line. And just be kind to yourself, honor yourself, and do whatever brings you joy. And I know there's stuff that we sometimes have to do that we're not so, you know, thrilled about. But just know that in those moments, you know, you could commit and go somewhere, but you don't have to be on for everyone if you can't be on for everyone. Just like seriously, just be who you are in the moment. And if people can't embrace that, that's not for you to decide. Like everyone gets to be who they are. And so for the feelers and the ones who worry so much about people pleasing and making sure everyone else is okay, what about you? Are you okay? Because that matters. So don't allow for you not to be okay and everyone else to be okay because then that's unbalanced and that creates a lot more stress and this time of year is already stressful you know so just uh be true to yourself love yourself and of course share joy and magic with others when you can but not at the expense of yourself okay all right Stay you. Take care. Happy December. podcast is written and recorded by Jenny Camille. The song at the beginning and the end of this podcast is called Color Change by Be Still the Earth.